rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right. Okay. It's another episode. It's another episode of Mother Talks, baby. The safe place for keeping it player. Where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's another week of your boys. It's the mm-hmm. SL, the number one SL, the real SL, the only ESL. Yeah, it's, I don't uh, know that. So <laughs> it's a uh, AKA Whoa Easy Baby, AKA Black yes, Shit Boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm one old T Mac, baby. How you living? Another week of looking good. Another week of looking good. I've been looking good for a long time. I mean, I don't you know, know what's going on. I don't, but you know what? I'm gonna switch it up. I've been looking good for a long time, and I know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That's why I keep winning. You know what I'm saying? I'll be I'll be talking shit. You know, it's just Mother's Day pass out to all the mothers. But you know, <laughs> one of the last things I said to my grandmother before she passed, like the last conversation she had, I was like, my father, you know, pops be pops be going through shit, pops be wild and shit. But I'm like, you know what? Thank God, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be this handsome. So you know what? I gotta shout him out for that. You gotta give love to, you know, it's 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 the growth to, you know, give to be impartial. Yeah, man. You know, nigga, you you wasn't you wasn't the best role model, but nigga, you made me handsome. So I'll take it. You gotta, you gotta take the little ones, take the little W's, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Had to pour up my drink, you know, that's what I was doing. Cause it's gonna be a good one today. You know, I got the wine on deck, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Nigga, stay chill. drinking wine, man. This nigga stay drinking wine. Call me the LeBron of uh, you know, Mother Talks, man. You know, gotta drink, gotta get uh, keep the glass of wine. No, nah, you gotta get it. Mellow, you gotta mellow. get that to mellow, yeah. Yeah, mellow, I'm mellow. I'm mellow, I'm mellow. Cheers to mellow, because mellow is my player. Mellow is my favorite player. So team mellow, baby, and we drink wine over here. Hell yeah, I was on mellow Instagram today. It's very low, which I which I without which I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? What's he got a couple you highlights. You don't be active? Melo be chilling. Melo don't be posting a lot. Well, like, right now, he's trying to make the playoffs, man. He's trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, man. I think Portland can make a run if they stay healthy, man. You know, didn't think, you know, it's a little hectic in Portland. But, you know, Melo, uh, he's got his braids back. You know, he just hit the 10th, uh, 10th, the 10th all time. spot for all time. You know, the haters, you know, try to keep him out the league. Try to keep him out the league. They're gonna say That's he wasn't wack. a good player. They say they try to say he didn't deserve to be in the game of basketball at the highest at level. At the highest level. Mm-hmm. They was hating. Yeah. That was pure hate. That's all it that was. So I want to shout out Melo. You know what I'm saying? Stay strong, King. You know, push through. He's got his braids back. So you know what happens when Melo gets his braids back. You know, he gets in another bag. And he's still hey, man, he made his made his furthest playoff run back in the day when he had the braids. So yeah, boss. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you had a good weekend, you know. Happy oh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, mm-hmm. All types. All spectrums. Yes. Um, 
Mom's doing good. Mom's is good, you know. She's back fully vaccinated and um, okay. healthy. Uh, it was nice to see. I saw my grandmother. I saw both my aunts. I Facetime my other. I Facetime all but one of my aunts. Mm-hmm. And we're not the closest, but I still, you know, still love her. Shout out to her. But um, it was good touching with the family. You know, the trip was made up the road. I went out you know, from Richmond to D- went Richmond, Alexandria. You know, it was it was good going down memory lane again. You know, okay. But uh, first and foremost, it was good to just see my family. You know, because this past year, you know, it wasn't a lot of that time spent. Even yeah. I'm trying to remember Mother's Day last year. I probably yeah we hit it. Yeah we hit it before. Um, because that was before. No, it was after COVID. Yeah, it was after COVID. It was in the thick thick of COVID. Hell yeah! I I, th- I think that shit just got brushed over. Like for real, I don't even remember nothing. Yeah, I I don't remember any holidays. To be honest, during COVID, like shit was shut down. People, were, I think this is a time where everybody was like doing like at home shit. You know, people were firing. Oh, off. that's what we did. We zoomed the shit, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Hell yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's good, man. You know, my mama treats treated uh treats you good, kept you fly. You know, what I'm saying kept you warm. Keep, you know, when things were things were kept tough. Kept you warm. <laughs> yes, she kept me warm. Yeah. Uh that's good, man. I'm glad to see she's doing all right. Or get to hear that your people doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I FaceTime my mom too. She was doing all right. Uh she's an interesting character. Like she uh I don't know what it is, but like she my mom likes to work out a lot. And she uh she broke her thumb mm. working out. And I said, Mom, you need to stay at the gym. She said, What are you talking about? I'm going back to the gym this afternoon. Like, I just don't get it. Like, ain't no way. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't need to use my hands. I say, you know what? You're right. You don't. You, you know, watch. it's funny that she she fucked her thumb up. and But she's still going to the gym. I, I appreciate it about her. My mom be in the gym, too. She be having personal trans and shit. Fitness is, is a priority, especially once you get up in them ages. But when I was, I remember when I was playing freshman football and I was getting ready to go to the next level and I was in a weight room, bro. I was, I was, I was here with it. I mm-hmm. was, and then I had an injury to my thumb and I couldn't grip the bar no more. Cause you know, football, all you're doing is benching, yeah. deadlift, squat. Mm-hmm. But I, so my, my thumb was so fucked up. I couldn't even grip nothing. Right. So I stopped going to the gym. Yeah, I stopped going over. to the weight room. It was over. Stopped going it was to over. I never went back again. <laughs> <laughs> I never went back to weight training again. Who knows where I would be if I if I didn't hurt my thumb and went back to weight training. And I was deep, son. I really went. To, I went to like when some of the like uh, performance institute shit. Like I was mm-hmm. getting my parents paid money for me to like try to be an athlete, <laughs> and I just stopped. <laughs> I think about that. I think about that. I think about that often. Like, as we get older, we're going to have children at some point. And I think about, like, how expensive children are just to drop some shit. You just said your parents paid money to send you to, a, like, a, no. a, a nice school, a nice you know, performance institute. You just Bro, drop it was, game. like, for you to increase your performance as an athlete. It was, like, one of these, like, online, like, you know, like you facilities that all these athletes be training in, like, yeah. yo, this is a... Bro, they they had us doing 40, agility, increasing Jones, increasing my vertical. And I'm not gonna lie, I saw results. Like there was results. I got faster, I got stronger, all that shit. But now I just use it for nothing. I don't even know what it's what it was for. So exactly. Well, they probably spent a good, you know, 
It's good. For, let's just say five hundred, five six hundred dollars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Because I was thinking four hundred. Because it was like some weeks too. I was in that bitch for like eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, for you to drop it. I can see why like you get psycho parents that. <laughs> I can oh, see. Yeah. I'm spending. I'm spending mad money on this little nigga not to finish the not to be great. That nigga. You I, I work. That. I work a nine to five at the month. I'm a post office man. You know, I'm paying every. I'm working two jobs. I'm working nights. So you can play motherfucking basketball. Like you you the hood. And, and, and you stop? And you stop because you, know you get tired? <laughs> but on some shit, I really feel like maybe because I, I wasn't in the hood, it wasn't like, nigga, I got to make it. <laughs> it I never <laughs> had that, like, nigga, I got to make it. I got I to gotta get my moms out there. I never had that. But I'll say this, though. I'm a way better athlete than either one of my parents. So my kids is just going to be better athletes than me. Shit, they might make it somewhere. You got to put that bread up, though. Oh, listen, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. But you know what? I think mentally is where it's all at. It's between the ears because that's that's what separates South Kobe Bean. That's what separates the, the average from the good, from the great. You got to have a mentality. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Shout out to your mom, though. That's where it started from. Your mama still, yeah. your mama is in her, she in her 50s yet? She's in her 50s. She in her 50s and she like, nigga, fuck this thumb injury. I'm still going to get it in. Yeah. So, salute to her, you know. Uh, it's always weird. Like, we're at the age now that, like, we should be buying our parents more extravagant gifts, but we mm-hmm. can't afford it. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I could spend it, but it's like, it's going on the credit card. <laughs> I mean, like, if you got to put it on a credit card, if you got to put it on a credit card, can you really afford it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Probably not. Yes. Yeah, good, good, good rebuttal. Like, good rebuttal. You get on Instagram, niggas is buying their parents a new car, giving them a nice little band or something. I was like, you know what? I need to get Bro, no. Money. I seen this nigga give his mother 10 bands. And I was like, my mother, my mother know like my life. So she would be, if I gave her like a thousand, she'd be like, nigga, take this back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, you can have this back. Why are you giving me, why are you giving me a thousand dollars? But you know, we could we could all dream, you know, before before they get old and gray. We could pull up in something fast, oh, pick them up. At some point, at some point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop the nice you know, coupe for. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Put the bow on that shit. Yeah. You know. Get them out the way. Get them out the way. I gotta do it for pops too, man, because pops don't get enough, you know, love. You know, good fathers they don't get enough love. You know, Father Day come and it's like Mother's Day part two for a lot of people. Oh, bro, fathers don't get no respect. That's fathers don't get no respect. You gotta be like a single. You gotta be like a single father, who baby mother was on crack for you to like actually get like parental respect. Because <laughs> the world stops for Mother's Day. Oh yes, because I pushed yeah. you out. I made. I created life. I grew you for nine months. I was in labor for twenty four hours. And listen, I'm not saying this in like a sarcastic way. I'm like that's heavy. You grew the baby. You nursed the baby. You nurtured the baby. No, you loved yeah, the baby. Deserve, they deserve all the love they get. I'm just saying it's just. The, the difference between Father's and Mother's Day is drastic. Yeah, because all the Father did was busting nut, and then he was just out doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Forever. I'm, like, I'm going to get some bands. Daddy gets some socks. Daddy gets socks and tie and, and a steak. <laughs> if he get a steak. <laughs> but you know, you might have just changed my Keep It Funky from what I was going to Keep It Funky about. You know what? 
I've I've been doing this compare. You know, we do this every week similarly, like the comparison between men and women, and where men fall short, or where women fall short, and shit like that. Yeah. But and, you know, like a lot of women really think that the double standard is doesn't benefit them, right? Like they mm-hmm. get the short end of the stick most of the time. And mm-hmm. I'll be thinking, like, you know what? It is tough to be a woman. It's really tough. You got to go through more. You got. I'm saying you got to deal with men harassment. The threat of violence and rape and, and, uh-huh. and raising babies by yourself. But I swear to God, after all of that shit be said, I'll be like, yeah, you're right. You got it tough. But then I'll be like, you shouldn't have ate the fucking apple. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, because literally I'll be listening to women talk and I'll be like, you know what? You're 100% right. Like, I yeah. can't even deny your struggle. Yeah. But Bitch, you shouldn't have ate the apple. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, you got the wrong you piece took, of me. You took the first bite and then passed it to me. That's why your ass bleed once a month. That's why your ass got to carry. I don't. I wasn't there. I didn't pull. I didn't draw the stick. I just know what stick I got. You feel me? And it just happened to be a stick that dangled. <laughs> you know, feel me? So, like, honestly, women have it tougher than men. I will give you that one hundred percent. Like. Mm-hmm. All in all, if you weigh out the struggle, if we have a struggle war, like who has more of a struggle? For sure. But then y'all be trying to say y'all better than niggas all the time, though. They always want to say they better. We better. Mm-hmm. We smarter. We're faster. We're where y'all slow. Y'all don't even know. We cheat on y'all. Y'all don't even know if we have it. You know what I'm saying? All that little shit they jabbing at niggas like, y'all don't mm-hmm. even know. Y'all don't even know. But y'all win the struggle Olympics. You shouldn't eat the fucking apple. I mean, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong. It's just, it's in the cards. Shit. I, I, I literally, I thank God for being born a man because I identify with my sex. And, and my it wasn't, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like she ate it on an accident. God literally told you, don't <laughs> eat that one apple. <laughs> like, I told you. Not to eat this fruit. You can eat of every tree. He literally said, you have, it's the garden of eating. You have anything you want. You just can have that one fruit. Mm-hmm. But listen, you want to go to the metaphor game, right? She was tempted by the snake. Uh-huh. Dick is always going to be these bitches downfall. <laughs> she was tempted by a snake. The snake said, why he don't want you to eat that? Da, 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 da. And you know what? This get on religion. That is a crazy story to start the fucking shit off with. <laughs> like, you, like, I have faith in God and things higher than me. But the fact that that's the first story you tell <laughs> is fucking crazy. That's like, that's not, that's, you know what? Hindsight 2020, right? That should have told us, told us that this, this plan oh, is going to go on a wild ride. The story oh, of no. the story of Earth would have been on. It's gonna be a wild ride if that was the first story we've ever learned about, right? <laughs> That's the first story we learned. Shit, Bible. I went to Bible school. I mean, I went. To, I went to Sunday school. I was in Sunday school. They said, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth, and then you keep going in Genesis, and they'd be like, He created man, and He created and rat and man needed a partner. He took his rib and created woman, and her name was Eve, and they say Eve put him in a garden. Then they said the the the, the tree of not was it what was the tree of knowledge? What was yeah. it? What was it the tree of knowledge? You yeah, can yeah. eat all of this. And they was naked and they was happy. 
But then they realized they was naked and they wanted to cover it up. But they said, Eve got tempted. I said, I didn't make this shit. This is what they told me. And you know what? That's some patriarchy shit right there. Whole time, it might be a lie. But it might, it might be the be. truth because I don't bleed once a month. I don't got to carry one baby for nine months. I don't got to push a bit. Or there's some other deep shit I've been thinking about. You know what? So I read a book about the laws of the spirit world. They say, hold on, hold on. And I also know that if someone tells me not to do something, I'm less likely not to do it. But women have a competitive spirit. When you tell women them not very to do competitive. When you, when, when you don't tell them to do it, they're more likely to do it. I'm you just saying. You tapped into something. You tapped into something right there. Competitive spirit in women is way crazy. Like, if you ever see a woman fighter, they're crazier than a man. You know, like UFC type shit? Yeah. They're way scarier than the nigga fighters. Yeah. So like the competitive spirit in women is is just cranked up a lot higher than have you ever told a woman she can't do anything? Don't tell them what what can't exactly women you can't tell a woman she can't do anything. Like (laughs) like what a woman I can't do that. What are you talking? They're gonna go do that and then and then a lot of the times they prove you wrong. A lot of the times. Yeah, because this is a I don't want to I don't want this podcast to come. We have a lot of women listeners. I don't want this podcast, I hope has never come up as like, we hate women or we got anything as women. I love women. I, I appreciate women. When I first started doing anything on YouTube, my I had a part of my show, every every show where I was like, this is a women appreciation moment. Because mm. I love women so deeply and dearly. You know what I'm saying? But y'all got some shit with y'all. And it's just, we take time to point out the shit with y'all because obviously through social media and just media in general, we see all the fuck shit niggas do. So I just got to make sure like, hey, it ain't just us. Y'all ate the mm-hmm. apple. Y'all Damn. out here stripping and robbing niggas, drugging niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just, just to give it balance. That's all. Yeah, you need balance. Mm-hmm. But you, was, but you uh, go back to your story. You was reading a, a book. Oh, yeah. I was reading a book about laws of the spirit world. So basically, they believe in reincarnation or you can choose to come back to Earth so that you can elevate through the levels of heaven. It was like the only book I read in the last five years. <laughs> but it was a really good book. And I think that some people choose to reincarnate as women. Some souls choose to reincarnate as women because it's tougher. And if you're and if you're uh your journey on earth is tougher, you elevate through the levels of heaven higher. So hmm. maybe those souls that choose to come back as women know that it's tougher, so they come back as women so that if they overcome and they still live a good, positive life, they will go to the highest levels of heaven. Interesting. It's, you know what I'm saying? So that, so that's, so like, cause in the book, you can choose what, what, uh, what body you'll take. Like you could choose what you'll come back. You could choose your mother. I believe that's what it is. Damn. You could choose your fighter. You could choose your fighter. You could choose your fighter. Just like Mortal Kombat. Like who you want to be, you could choose. And if you, and normally when you're trying to, when you get to that top level, when you're fighting for like to get to the, to the, to the level seven, you, you, it's really tough. So they'd be like, you know what? I'm going to come back as a woman. And I'm gonna be victorious on Earth because Earth sucks, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's that. That was the gist of the book. So, even though you ate the apple, maybe you really didn't eat the apple, and maybe your journey is really tough because you're fighting to get to the highest level of heaven. Think about that. Okay. Uh, I, I I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And just to sum it up. These bitches still ain't shit though. Just um, and I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about these. Gotta restore the feeling. Restore the feeling. Listen, 
we love women on this podcast. We, we reiterate that every time. This is a man's podcast. Oh, for sure. That's one hundred percent. Gotta keep it. Gotta keep it a little bit masculine. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm hairy than a motherfucker. We got hair over here. <laughs> uh, so you had you did you see that was your keep it funky, right? Yes, that, that's 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 that word. Okay. okay. Um. So this week, you know, I I dived into another part of Twitter. Mm. I, I dived into the woke wars that's on Twitter. Say that again. And the woke, the woke section of Twitter. Mm. The, it's it's a there's a constant battle that we don't know about of regular people. It's the woke wars, okay. And that's, this is a dark place. It's a dark <laughs> place, bro. Listen, wait. That's some white supremacy on that. Dark is not bad. Let's say it's a it's a <coughs> let's say it's a negative place. Okay, it's a negative place. Let's do that. That's a dark. Answer. Dark and negative should not be synonymous. Okay. <laughs> okay. Come on, bro. If you go to hotel, you better hotel. I get it. No, I, I didn't think about it. You, you, you went there. You went there. You went there. So I get it. Uh, it's a place where. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this place for the listeners. <laughs> this nigga, like he went to Neverland or some shit. Let me tell it's you a about place, this place. It's a place where men are hated. That's number one. It's a place where the fine the family dynamic does not involve men. It's a place where um, if you say anything that could be turned negatively, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're a Trumper, you're mm. you're likely to be canceled. There's a lot of big words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. That one got me. That one tickled me. Uh, it's just a lot of obnoxiousness. It's just like people are, and it seems like people just don't like each other. You know, there's no fun. There's no funny. There's there's no fun in in. Are there any strippers? There are no strippers in woke in the woke wars. Uh, well, there there are strippers, but they're mostly advocating for um, sex uh, sex work, and uh, mm, child, I, I, I know that type of stripper. I know that type of stripper. Yeah, the, tri- the trials and tribul- the tri- trials and tribulations of the sex worker. Everybody yeah. has a everybody has a struggle. Um, when it's they instead of tweeting, they'll put you know a disclaimer to the tweet. They'll put like a you know tw. You know what tw means. Trigger warning. Trigger, trigger, trigger. <laughs> good, uh, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> trigger warning. Trigger warning. Bitch. Uh, so if they say anything that could be, uh, let's say, classified as you know, uh, you know, it hard, might trigger you. Yeah, hard to read. You know, you know they'll put um, they'll put like a little exclamation marks or you know. Um, ellipses or you know stars in between letters, so you can't actually search it. You know if you if they're talking about someone. Um, this is where cancer culture lives, and it breathes. It breathes there, and it lives there. And just a place where you don't want to be. Like if you catch yourself on that side, it's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. an ecosystem of this, this, exhaustion. This, this, this is where um, people like. Like a conservative side of uh, of the spectrum, 
where they say cancer culture lives. It's literally like 40 year olds versus like 18, 19, 20 year olds. It's literally like they're clashing. Like mm. people are trying, it's like, it's, it's exhausting, bro. And I also realized that the reason we're having all these discussions about relationships mm-hmm. is because it's one demographic of people and, it's, and we're included. It's from 18 to 30. We're very stupid, you know? <laughs> No cap, no kid, like, no kids. This, 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 this is a demographic where we want to have it all. Mm. No shit. Mm. You know, no life experiences. So mm. if there's anything that happens to us, is I'm out of here. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of is, there's a lot of entitlement you know, in our demographic. There's a lot you of know, I just think it, and the reason why all that is this is because. They don't know that when they get 40, they're going to look around and be like, oh, shit, I'm a loser. <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, we're still in this stage of life where we could be in denial about things. Like, oh, I just haven't made it yet. Oh, I'm just waiting for my becoming, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But when you get like 40, you yeah, will know whether you're it's a dark. loser. It's dark. And then, and then you'll just be like, I guess like the other people in the woke war, they'll be like, y'all don't know shit. I'm trying to tell y'all what the fuck is going on out here. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, we still are on a precipice. You feel me? Yeah, we're not yeah. over, we're not over the hill. Like we, you know what I'm saying? We talk a lot of shit because, because we feel like we know something. But when you just said it, we don't know shit. We don't like, know shit. I talk this shit because it sounds good, but trust me, I feel like I feel like I said this before. I was like, don't listen to me. Like I literally said on the podcast, don't listen. Bro. But my number one rule for the longest, just because I heard it, and I was like, this is something to live by. If you if you smart, you know that you don't know shit. Yeah. You feel me? So I know that I don't know shit, and I stand on my unknowing, because yeah. it'll give me the grace to grow and actually know some shit. But I feel like a lot of these woke niggas, they be like, niggas, I know this. Oh, what's these happening? These are the niggas, these are the niggas that spend a lot of time in, like, uh, they spent like maybe five or six years in college, you know, they're college mm. educated. Got a doctorate you know, or some shit. Got, or got a doctorate, a you know, they've read a couple extra more. Oh, they more read some books. books. They read some books. Um, so they watched a couple of documentaries. Oh, yeah, a lot and, of documentaries. Yeah, they watch a lot of documentaries. They think they're advocates of Dr. King or Malcolm X, and Malcolm X would say this, Dr. King would have said this. You don't know, nigga. Like, um you these these are the uh, less march niggas. Say right? again. They're the marching niggas. Oh, the niggas is in the streets. Got you. Know, you. Yeah, they be in the streets. You know. Got you. Um, they hate capitalism. Um, but they love material shit. I bet. But they love material shit. You know, they hate celebrities, but they love the city girls. You know. Uh, <laughs> but they let it. If you're gonna love a celebrity, you might as well love the city girls. Karishi. Uh, I mean, you gotta love, you gotta love J- Jatavia and Karishi now. Oh, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm a JT fan myself. You know what I'm so, saying? It's just a weird, it's a weird place. It's like, it's like, it's just a weird place, bro. Like, don't ever go there. You know, Listen, like, in, like in Lion King you, where it says, you know, where Lion King where it says, yeah, know, the, the, the dark, the, the shadow, don't yeah, go over there. Don't go there. But you went over there because you was Simba and you was like, I gotta see what's going on over there. I did because I saw, I saw a wild tweet. It started off because uh, it was on Mother's Day, and Senator Cory Bush, 
she was doing like a Mother's Day post or whatever, but instead of saying mother, she was calling people birthing bodies. So, and I guess that's- Start your shit. Start your shit. Start whatever. I guess guess that's uh, to be inclusive of, you know, the trans community, you know? Um, But that's just, it's weird. Like you're doing too much. You're doing too much. So- And I, you know, and then you get on quote tweet after quote tweet. Happy, so she said, "Happy birthing bodies day." What she say? Let me see. Let me. Let me. So first of all, me. listen. I'm gonna tell you. Just this is the the first thing I thought of when you started to be funny. When you was like describing this this uh this this sector, we'll call it. Hmm. When you started talking about the use of big words, I was like, "You lost me." You lost <laughs> like when you when you using words that I gotta Google, and I'm a googling word. Cause I like to know the word just so that I know it. But okay, once you so start this using is, uh, this was uh, this is where from Cory Bush, Congressman Cory Bush. Every day, black birthing people and our babies die because the doctors don't believe our pain. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, I, she said that. She said that. Black. Every day, I see it. Black birthing people and almost my children are almost the first one. First one. First one. So we can't even say that women give birth to children no more. They're birthing people. It's, it's not. A, it's it's excluding. This is what I'm know. saying. You getting caught up on a fucking word, and it's taking the whole issue from what she was trying to talk about. She was trying to talk about how birthers are can have bad medical care that make them die. Right. That's what it was about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I we're sitting here not talking about all the birthers that die during childbirth because inadequate care. We're talking about you using the word birthers or whatever the fuck she said. Birthing people. That gives that, that gives your, me. No. Everybody that gives got me. That gives me like Everybody. real futuristic. Uh, it's like a movie? pod. It's like some matrix. Yeah, exactly. Baby, no, pod. no, not matrix. Remember in um, Superman, the new Superman, man, still, they, they grow babies just like yeah. they grew, they grow people. They grow babies, and yeah. you, you, that's what it, the birthing people, that's what we move towards. I mean, we probably are moving because Matrix was ahead of time. We're just going to have birthing people now. And, and okay. Listen, I don't know, everybody bro. has I, their I, fight. I don't know. I'm just here. So that's, that's, the, that's how I got in the tunnel or the, the wormhole, you know, people, um, and then you get on people saying, oh, Twitters and stuff like that. It was a, it was a, you really- should have did that. I know that, bro, because I do it a little bit, but once I see something that I know just stupid, like I would have stopped at the brother's tweet. I wasn't going to go no deeper <laughs> than you. Like once I saw that tweet, I'm getting out of that thread and I'm going back to my, you was like, oh, let me dig deeper. No, because I, I, I got caught. I got caught. You bro. went to the comments of the people that said that shit. And then you started digging. Oh, damn. Nigga, you got dirt. I yeah, it was I, it was a wild hour and a half. I, I promise you, I lost I lost time in my life for that. Um, but yeah, so you know, women now you're gonna be called birthing people. So that's it's it's like this is why I see this is why this is why I see why like people go towards like the conservative side of things. My nigga, <laughs> I was like, listen, I get I see the all right. I see I see what you talk about. They're trying to make us queer. I get you, but this one, this is this is my all in all. Shout out to Thinking Out Loud podcast. This is my all in all. Everybody has their battles. She seems like she wants to fight the battle to to change the terminology of birthing people from women. 
And guess what? I'm not, I don't know shit. So you can fight your battle. You might, you might be fighting a battle that's going to win us the war. We don't know, Chris. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They don't I don't know. know. And, and they don't know until they're dead and in heaven looking down like, oh, shit, that was pointless. Or they realize, oh, shit, I played a key part in the struggle of humanity. I don't fucking know, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so I know I love. I know I like. I know that I like um, what money can do for me, and I know that I like the way that uh, women's women's uh, uh, gluteus maximus wiggles when they're in. uh, Yeah, so that's where I was at this past week, and I also have. I also have a really hot take that I don't know if I'll say on here. So no, you gotta say it now. You gotta say it. (laughs) I I just talked about sundresses. That you could say anything after sundresses. Um. So you used the term way back in the day on Thinking Out Loud podcast called Fully Baked. Oh, damn. You're going there. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I haven't worked this through, but I just don't think, I think, I think Kayla Jenner is a, is a plant. Oh, I think, no, I think no, she's, she's I probably think a she, drone. Yeah. I think she is a plant. I think she's, um, let's say not fully baked, right? Because like, <laughs> Oh, she definitely did not come. She's because like, not fully baked. I'm just like, look, I'm, I'm, I have nothing against the community. I'm just like, observing. and we're still calling her she. Do you guys realize yeah, that? Yeah, she yeah. Progressive. Yeah, I'm just noticing, like, okay, you supposed to, like, did she not take all of her hormones? Like, her voice is still really deep. That's what I'm trying to say, though. When you do that shit, when you're 60 or 70, She's you 70. can't be fully baked. She, she was never gonna be fully baked. Still <laughs> looks like a man. Because she came out the oven undone, which a lot of white people do. Excuse me, white listeners. I'm just trying to say that when you're fully cooked, you you're melanated of some form of fashion. I think I think I think she's a plant from the Republican Party, bro. Because they need they need some trans community representation in their party, bro, right? You ever, you ever seen so now she's running. Now she's running for politics. She's running for mayor of California, whatever. And it's like okay, you 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 trans you transition to a woman. Your voice is still really deep, and it's like she doesn't even take pride in her trans womanness. Like her hair is unkempt. You know why? Her I'm hair is unkempt. She don't do fly as a woman. It's like you just. I think she didn't do it all the way. I think it's a place to be. Caitlyn Jenner is half baked. That is not a hot take. That is a fact. Okay. Number two, I'm a. Do you want me to tell you how she can succeed? First of all, we don't know who she's fucking. Because won't nobody come out and say who's That's a fact. That's a fact. Because it's very net. Like the thought of her fucking is probably a turn a turn off to a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just I'm just this is not me judging. I'm just trying to say we're she just, ain't got no talking. partner. We're just talking. We're just talking. And and I heard this in a movie a long time ago. The reason why we'll never elect the actually we've un, we've elected unmarried presidents in the past. But now in this modern social media age, the reason why we'll never elect an unmarried president is because we got to know that somebody can stand your ass. Yep. Because somebody will marry you, and yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. And we, and not that she's running for, not that she's running for president, but Caitlyn Jenner ain't got no partner. Listen, if I turn trans, I'm gonna have a bitch the next day, <laughs> and we gonna be on my story or something, doing something. You feel me? Yeah. She's never been linked to nobody romantically. Maybe we don't live in California. We probably don't know the inside. They probably true. know who she fucking talks But yeah, bro, that's that's hot. That is hot, though. That's hot. I just, that's I, hot. Just, I, just, I just, 
you know, she's been doing a lot of interviews lately. I'm like, yo, even as a trans woman, like, you don't even do your hair, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, do your hair. Do your hair. Do your hair. Look fly. But now, but now. You you be speaking you be speaking to the patriarchy a lot. I'm learning this shit no, about you no, no. because you're you're so focused on her appearance and not no on her no head. no. Listen, I just like okay. Look, so you you, you, you that you, patriarchy you, coming out of you. <laughs> you. Maybe 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 you transition to a whole woman. And you don't even live in your womanhoodness. Mm-hmm. I've never but seen see, a woman. It doesn't matter. I've never seen a woman not take care of her hair. But see, that's even deeper. The fact that in in Caitlyn Jenner's mind, the idea of being a woman is having long hair, wearing certain clothes, having breasts. That might be the patriarchy too, nigga. So she already fucked up in her whole journey to being a woman. Being a woman, they say this to I'm you you feel it inside of you, right? It's not about how you look on the outside, really, but you want the whole world to see you as something. So I'm I'm getting too deep for rap, man. I've been smoking this good. Part of that, part of that, part of that, part of that, part of that woke woke war was telling telling us that like the ultimate sign of misogyny is the trans movement. Just stay woke. Now you white men, white men. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, what? Stay woke. They said white men was turning was transitioning not because they felt like they needed to transition. They just transitioned Mm. because they needed to be a part of a movement and and. And run a movement. That's what they've been. That's what that's that. That's what that side of Twitter was telling me. So I don't know. I'm just saying it's a white man that does doesn't even live in her womanhoodness. Like that's the one thing that trans women t- trans people trans women tell like talk about is that they want to live in their womanhoodness. Like that's mm. the number one thing. It doesn't seem like she's living in it. It just, it just to me to me. Well, she, if she's living in it, she's an ugly bitch. <laughs> like, like this is what I'm trying to say though. Listen, just like a part of a man's power is his ability to, just like the the definition of power, the ability to make things act in a in form of fashion that you see fit. A part of a woman, like money, is a part of a man's power, along with his physical strength, right? But for yeah. a woman, her beauty, is part of her power. So if you're a woman and you're not beautiful. You're not as powerful. Not that you can never be as the most powerful woman, because obviously there's very powerful women that don't have beauty. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to say that just like money is a part of a man's power, beauty is a part of a woman's power. Yeah. And if you're a woman without beauty, which Caitlyn Jenner is, (laughs) you're working. You're work. You ain't got. You ain't got no space. She would have got. Fried up and pulled, boy. I tell you that. That's all I'm saying. The, she would have made it one day in the in the ballroom, in the ball scene. She wouldn't have made it. Oh, because she's probably not coordinated. She ain't got no fashion sense. She can't even walk in heels. This is what I'm trying to say, though. The LGBTQ community, especially the gay community, is the most is very judgmental and very particular about details. If you don't hit none of them details, mm-hmm. you is a you it's an L. And Kayla Jenner is missing so many details. That's all it is. And yeah. this has nothing against the community. Nothing I just I'm just noticing. Oh yeah. You know listen, even people. listen, I always know this because I know that we not we don't be talking out of pocket because I know some gay people would say the same shit about it. That's when I know we're not talking out of pocket. When people from the 
trans community, I know that they're saying the same shit about Kaylin Jenner. Yeah. So. Like, we're not, you're, that's why it was a hot, that's why it was a hot take, but it wasn't like, yeah, I, that's why I can, I can ride with you. Because you done said some shit that I didn't ride with you on, but you was right. I just wasn't ready to ride with you on. <laughs> you know, it's hard. But listen, visionaries are always alone in the in their initial ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just listen, just like and just like the woman who was talking about birthing people. She's a visionary. You don't even know it. That's a tough <laughs> <laughs> She's a visionary. Oh uh, shit. That was a good that was a good little segment. Shout out to the nigga. We brought some hot takes. Evie should ate the apple. Um, but let's get to some happenings. You know what I'm saying? Some topical, some topical things. Mm. Um, and this is very, this is very near and dear to the black, especially the black male community. Um, there seems to be a a war brewing. You feel me? It seems yep. to be a, a kerfuffle, uh, maybe a duel, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a, a one-on-one brewing between Kevin Samuels and Dr. Umar Johnson. The streets is and brewing. Steve streets is brewing. Let's give some context before. So Kevin Samuels is a former image consultant and former, mm. uh, I forgot he was in sales. And mm. now he is a YouTuber and um, relationship coach. And Dr. Oh. Umar is a <laughs> is an educator and um, a pan-Africanist who um, I guess first featured on The Breakfast Club. And that's when I first saw him. And now he has become a, a, a meme favorite a social mm-hmm. media, uh, no context caption type of person, but uh, he is a Pan-Africanist educator, and I believe he is a not psychologist. I believe he's a psychologist. Yes, a psychologist. Yep, you guys, doc- doctorate in it. Yes, uh, and um, he he speaks to the black youth and the black movement and black in America. And these two men are kind of polar opposites. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, but it seems like a war is brewing. Now I've seen Kevin Samuels sub Umar, but he also shouted him out in the sub. He shouted, he said, shout out to Umar, but he said people want him to talk more like Umar, be like, yeah, Black Panthers, yeah, the bump, the Queen, Mother Earth. Da-da. But he said, that's not him. And then I've heard Umar sub. Listen, they both subbed, you know, uh Kevin didn't sub. Kevin literally said his name. Yeah. Umar subbed Kevin Samuels and was like, so-called relationship coach, YouTube, 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 <laughs> word of the year, word of the year, beta, 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 listen, it was straight shot, listen, it was, it was a sub, it, it was, was a bars. sub, but it was a sub, but dumb shots hit his target, mm-hmm. he called him YouTubian, he called him a beta male, he, he said that he, he breaks down black women for profit, and, you know what I'm saying, this is brewing. Now, before we go into the nuances of this back and forth, pick your fighter. It's tough. It's really tough. It's tough. It's so, tough. I like both okay, characters. Okay, I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Dr. Umar on this one though. But I think Kevin Samuels can't hold his own. You know, they're both very intelligent. Um, now. Are you speaking with your heart or your head when you pick Umar? I would go with both. I've been riding. Oh, with Dr. so he's the winner in your heart and your head. I've been okay. going with. I've been riding with Doctor Umar for a long time. You know, before Kevin Sainz popped up, um, and I think he his love for the black community and the black woman 
Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, it's gonna get. It's gonna prepare, prepare, propel him to the win. And, what about and, you? And his quotables. Well, I'm I'm Umar. I'm riding with Umar all day. I've, I've yeah. tweeted it already. I'm riding with his quotable. His 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 like you. I'm a sucker for words. I'm a sucker for for phrases, mm. catchphrases, anything. What this man got too many quotables to lose. Uh, yeah, his, his bars. This <laughs> nigga bars are unbeatable. You cannot beat his bars. Yeah. He said, I think <laughs> when he was at the park, he said, I think I might have to pull out the shoddy. <laughs> 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 he said, see, he said they're circling the prince. Um, I don't want to have to pull out the shoddy. <laughs> He's called listen, it's the prince of the prince of pan-Africanism. The prince of Pan- King no, called cautiousness. <laughs> He's unbeatable. He his charisma and his gift of gab. Listen, Kevin Samuels is a very good debater. Yeah. But it's hard to debate. So is so so is so is Dr. Umar though. So like and they both love facts. They both love to lean on facts. And you know what? At the end of the day, I think that they were all they're only getting pitted against each other because they're opposite. I yeah. really don't think they have that much disagreement. Kevin Samuels niche is breaking down, not breaking down, but he's been breaking down women physically. But I will say this: Kevin Samuels is only responding to women who come to him on that level of materialism and physicality. When he answers these women, which the very disrespectful way he answers it, but I love disrespect. The women, the, my first my first uh, insight was that with the women that he spoke to, they weren't saying, how can I be loved, cherished, appreciated, and respected by a man? They were asking him, why am I not with a man that's making $500,000 a year? And he was coming back at them with the reasons why you weren't getting this high value man who's making $500,000 plus mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like possibly, this is, might be me making an assumption, that if, if a woman came on his show and said, I'm looking for someone that will love me, cherish me, respect me, and push me to be a better woman, he would give them some advice that would go along with that. But if they're talking about just wanting a 500K nigga, you telling me you, you, telling me you built like Emmett Smith? <laughs> you ain't about to... You, you said you built like a halfback. To speak to Umar, the 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 quote. This is the quote that I was thinking of before. Um, does any does any uh does anybody want to go to what, what restaurant with the prince? He was trying to get somebody to go to a restaurant with him. He's like, yeah, anybody yeah. want to? What was the restaurant? It matters to me. Uh, let me look. What I was can't it? In my head. Did anyone want to go to Ruby Tuesdays with the prince? <laughs> <laughs> I was sold. Signs still delivered. I'm riding. Like I'm cool. With I, beg I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. I just, I would just, I was just, I just was about to throw up. But let me post, bro. I have two minutes of Umar on my phone that I would never delete. Two donations, donations, donations. Come on, son. Gifts. 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 The face off. The face off would be fire, though. The face off would be fire. That's better than Jake Paul and um and Floyd Mayweather. You know, I think so. Like the thing, I he like fighting you said, Logan. He's not even fighting Jake. He's fighting Logan. Logan really Paul, white boy. Like so. Actually, I want to stay on. The, I want to stay on the Black Kings right now. So continue, I think, like continue. you said, I was. Tra- you seen the early segue though. You seen it? Yeah, yeah I seen it. the segue. I see. I see we were shooting. Um, so I think you're right in terms of like they are polar opposites, but I think they align 
I don't know what Dr. Uh, Kevin Samuels thoughts on like all things black, right? But I think they both care about black women in the sense of wanting them to like trying to elevate them, right? Because even throughout the slant, like the wild shit Kevin Samuels be saying, it's kind of like a it's a gut check to whoever he's talking about. Like he wants you to elevate. Well, if you want to elevate, but you're not you're not elevating yourself. So you can't you you wanna you want a high figure nigga. You wanna elevate, you wanna elevate the culture. I'm trying to elevate the culture, I'm trying to elevate black women to be with elevated black men. Mm-hmm. So I, True. I, it's just the way he's delivering it. So I don't, I don't know his other views on black. But let's, but let's speak to that for a second because I like that part. He, because I, I've listened to not his shows, but I've listened to his interviews when people have talked to him. He said that he saw a disconnect between the man that women say they want, a, a, a very a high earning black male, and women. He said he would be because he said he was an image consultant, so I guess he would help dudes with getting dressed and did it. And he would help women. So women that make a lot of money and men that make a lot of money, they weren't connecting. Yeah. They were not attracted to each other or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The 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 woman who's trying to say she wants this man, she wasn't getting to him. And the man that says he wants this type of woman, he wasn't getting to her. Which is, first of all, I'm not a I'm not, I'm not a high value nigga yet. Yeah, not yet. But I got them out. I was about to the, the, the Tito's was talking to me. I was about to say something mad flagrant and random. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me let me stay on point. <laughs> this thing, as he takes a sip of wine. Um, <laughs> but so that's what he was speaking to. So he was really trying to supposedly, it's, this is all this is all entertainment to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Supposedly he was trying to connect these rich black niggas with these rich black women, or actually just find them someone that is gonna be their mate throughout life. And I can imagine it's it's hard to do that, especially say you weren't you were really focused on your 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 dream of accomplishing your goals. You get to that goal, you sacrifice your your social life. You sacrifice yeah. a lot of your 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 people relating skills. It's not easy to relate to people when you are a very rich person. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're just a very intelligent person. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people we would call weird or just weirdos or da da. You know what I'm saying? They may not be fucking all the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Or they may not be bagging all of the handsome niggas, you know what I'm saying? But guess what? You're intelligent, you have a high income, and you're looking for love. So he was trying to connect those people. So and, I do and, see uh, that. Uh, one one yeah. thing, one thing. This nigga Kevin Samuels, before the four women got involved in man's business, he was actually talking to men primarily for a long time on YouTube. He got no, no retweets. No comments, but he had an audience of strictly men telling niggas to get their shit together mm-hmm. for a long time until what? Women got in his business. And now women start calling him and now he's getting viral now with these type of mm-hmm. the way he's talking listen. to him. He's probably been talking to niggas like that for a long time. Yeah, you, know you got listen. Some people need to be taught about themselves. But Umar, Umar Umar's philosophy. Umar's philosophy, I agree with a lot. Like I, I believe in not the superiority of black people necessarily, but um, just like I believe in loving yourself unapologetically. And I believe in calling out the hypocrisy in society and understanding that, you know what I'm saying, that I love black women and I will do whatever for black women. I'll protect black women. I love black men. I want to protect young black men. You know what I'm saying? And having that pan-Africanist mentality is something that 
as funny as it is, his delivery is literally something I feel in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my people. I want the best for my people. And um, have you, you know what I'm saying? Have you donated? Have I donated? Nigga, I donated my views, my clicks, my likes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm not about to just give. If I meet him in person, he might compel me to really give some money for his for his causes. Like, no, that ass. I'm giving money to churches. You know what I'm saying? So that I was convinced. So I will. I can be convinced to to uh, help fund movements. You know what I'm saying? Like 100. percent It's not just one movement. It's the Franklin Douglas Marcus Garvey School for Boys. Shout out to Marcus Garvey, you know what I'm saying? The summers that I spent in New York as a kid, I remember Marcus Garvey, Marcus Garvey was, was the name that I heard first there when we was getting free lunch and shit, free breakfast. So shout out to Marcus Garvey. And you know what I'm saying? But like I'm saying, like there's like you can attack the person. Like I said before, if we look at anybody long enough, we can find chinks in their armor. We can attack the person. But like literally his mentality and the way he delivers his shit in the bars. I'm around. If it's Samuels versus Umar, pick your fighter. I'm going Umar. I'm going Umar. We are we have one the like minded when it comes to this. And um now, which I was segueing to before, we have Floyd Money Mayweather, Floyd Pretty Boy Mayweather, who is one of the greatest entertainers of all time, who deserves all his flowers for real. You can talk about his lifestyle, where he lived, but nigga, I watched Floyd Mayweather train on YouTube, and that shit motivated me to get in better shape and do things. Floyd Mayweather is a GOAT, 50 and 0, you know what I'm saying? But he has accepted a fight against uh, white privileges, white privileges finest. <laughs> uh, not Jake, what's the other nigga? We said it's Logan Paul. Logan. Which is the older brother of Jake Paul, who was recently knocked out Nate Robinson, which was the cover of one of our past episodes. Sorry, Nate. Um, and um, recently beat Ben Askren, who was a UFC fighter, um, and knocked him out as well. But um, Floyd Mayweather accepted the fight, and they had a little face-off. I didn't really pay attention to the video. Literally today, I watched the clip of the video when, when Jake Paul snatched his hat from his head. You know, obviously, I'm not feeding into this, but I hope that Floyd Mayweather beats whoever he fights up because, you know what I'm saying, that's that's black royalty, Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't really... We talked about, you know, him this fight anyways. Um, so I don't want to talk about the fight. I want to talk about Floyd's hairline and his hairpiece and his beard. There's That's a good, picture yeah. floated around that looks fucking crazy. Like, it looks like it was holding on from the very, like, during the ruckus, it was about to fly off. It was about to fly off. You can see. That's I'm why he sets sure. his hat. I'm about to pull up this picture because this looks fucking crazy. Listen, but listen, Tory Lanez, Floyd Mayweather. As you can see. see. Listen, Floyd Mayweather. He looks like he's civil rights. That's good. Floyd Mayweather was bald for a decade. Okay. I am a, I, I, hair. I love my hair. I, I, I'm an amateur barber. Actually, I'm professional. I've been paid. I'm a professional barber. <laughs> and um, I uh, I study hairlines. Like, uh -huh. literally. Chris, I know when a nigga shit is receding. I know when he's trying to hide something. I know when shit is fake. Now, I've been tricked before. 
I know when a nigga got Beijing in his beard. I mm-hmm. listen, I know I've heard about all the methods of regrowing hair. I heard about Cam's, heard about Vanessa Rod, da 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 da. Floyd Mello was bald for 10 years. Trust me, he was bald. He yeah. he had male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> I've Googled male pattern baldness. There's different patterns that men will go bald in. There's one where the temples will go, the crowns, we call them the edges, the corners, they'll go. There's one where your top will drop, which means the center, the crown of your head will go. And you mm-hmm. might keep your whole front, but your crown will go. You know what I'm saying? And then it's the, you know what I'm saying? It goes in certain ways. Floyd Mayweather had male pattern barners. He was bald. He had surgery of some kind, maybe hair plugs, Bosley's. Um, you know what I'm saying? They, they shoot, sometimes they shoot blood from your, your fucking, they shoot fucking plasma into your scalp. Floyd Mayweather had a procedure. To grow hair, mm-hmm. just like Tory Lanez had the procedure, just like Tyga had the procedure, yep. just yeah, like yeah. Uh, who else had the procedure? Safari had the Safari had the procedure. You know what I'm saying niggas have the procedure to keep their hair long. He had a procedure, and it never looks quite right ever. It never does. I'm sorry. No matter what you do, if you ball, you're gonna be bald. It's sorry. Uh, oh, LeBron has had this procedure. Trust me. LeBron just sweat a lot, so his shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to maintain it. But, and Floyd didn't just do it on his head. He did it on his face. Yeah. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather was 40 and 0, 50 and 0. Floyd Mayweather couldn't grow a beard. But all of a sudden, now he yeah, got a full a, beard. It's like, it's, it's the audacity. But Chris, Chris, I thought you had the procedure. Because this <laughs> nigga was 20. Chris, Chris was, Chris had a strip of hair on his face from when he was. When I met this nigga when he was 18, he didn't have nothing. So when he was about 20, I know this nigga, yeah, until he was 27, he had no facial hair. All of a sudden, this nigga get in a committed relationship, start eating pussy on the regular. Boom, this nigga got- That North Carolina air, that North Carolina air. You know what I'm saying? This nigga grows a full beard at 28. I never saw, he had a procedure he don't want to tell nobody about. People. I can't afford a procedure. Cap, cap. Bro, I niggas do it. Listen, niggas will do whatever it takes to go to the next level. You think you think just people become rich? No, they commit crimes to become rich. You think people just become okay. billionaires? No, okay. they kill a lot of people to become billionaires. You didn't just get that beard. Nigga. I just eat, you know, good amount of pussy and got good air, you know. Whatever, man. He went. He went further to. He went further to Alabama. Listen, I'm just saying. Listen. You grew a beard at 28. But you saw it. But you saw the process. You saw where I had the strip. I saw where there was no hair. You know, I, I, you know, I did some stuff. I rubbed some stuff on my face. You used Zucro. Yeah, there you go. He admitted it. No, no, no. I used beer grow. He used do grow. That's what they call it. Do grow. You use hair growth serum on your face. It's where you make your thick your your beard thicker. You know what I'm saying? I cut down my beard. Well, at, least, down at, least so them, at least you told him your secret. At least you told him your secret. Bro, it's, it's, you can get it in the store. You just, it's, it's beard thicker. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so okay, you put it on your face and you grew your beard. You know? It was already there. It just needed a little help. It's already there. It just needed a little help. It's, it's, like, it's like, oh, you got a direction. Just put your mouth on it. It's going to get bigger. Just put your lips on it. All right, yeah. We got off. We got, no, we're, we're still on subject. Yeah. Yes, Floyd Mayweather had a procedure done his hair. It looks fucking nasty. And shout out to 50 Cent, because 50 Cent was calling him from day one when he, when he did the shit. And when and I believe I said it on this podcast, I won't be able to find it, because we, we recorded hours and hours and hours and hours. But um, he bought a hairline. If you got if you got 500 million, you tell me you can't buy a hairline? 
I should be able to. I'm already an advocate for men switching the hair up. So. Which is nasty of part of you, which is very true. You you are an advocate of this. Shit. But you're talking shit about Floyd right now for doing it. Because it's the audacity for it. It looks bad. I like it when Listen, it's done correctly. Can I give you Terry, Charles, Terry, and Max recommendation for you if you're going balding? The most Thank natural you. thing that I've seen, right? It's like semi-permanent, permanent tattooing that you could do with your head. You obviously you got to keep a very low, damn near a buzz, but you can get tattooing, not semi-permanent or permanent. I've seen people do permanent tattoos of their hairline, but you have to, semi-permanent looks a little looks a lot better, and you just have to keep it very low, and it looks real. Anything other than that, if you try to grow your hair out, Tiger Tiger has let's let's talk about Tiger. Let's, let's talk, talk about him. He he led the charge. He has a really, he's got Tiger a really has fake hair weaved into his real hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tiger. Well, Fetty Wap did it first. Fetty Wap did it first. Okay, but Fetty Wap isn't balding. It's not like you. We talking my hair now. T Pain cut his dreads off. You remember that? But yeah. he kept them, and he kept his dreads. Yeah. You keep them in a ziploc bag. Keep them uh, airtight. Boom. He added his own dreads back onto his afro. Is that his real hair? Yes, it is. But Fetty Wap took someone else's dreads <laughs> and put it into his hair and let it grow yes. into the dreads. Okay. Yes. Fetty Wap is not as egregious as what Floyd Mayweather's doing. Fetty, Fetty Wap is not. Okay. So, so. Or with Tiger. Tiger literally has synthetic hair braided into his own hair. Now, a lot of niggas do a lot of things to keep up appearances. We know niggas have liposuction. Drake, Drake ass had liposuction. We gonna talk about it now. Bro, Drake I've been got, said that. I said that. And and Flex, Funk Flex probably felt emboldened to do it online because he's like, well, Drake did it. Kanye West did it. Niggas don't want stomachs, but niggas don't want to work out. Niggas did it. Niggas get liposuction in Hollywood. Black people. Well, Drake's half black. Okay. Drake did it. Drake did it. And he, you know, he's out here on flexing on the ground. And this goes to my Keep It Funky, and then we're going to move on to the next one. It goes to my Keep It Funky said last week where I can't tell what's real or fake no more on the internet. But in person, I can often tell photo uh, I was talking about on Facetune, but everything in Hollywood, a lot of the shit in entertainment is all fake. The asses, the titties, the abs, the hair, the teeth, the house, the car, the clothes, the bitches, the niggas, it's fake. Okay? Once you realize it is an illusion, it's television, it's entertainment, it's better for you to digest. Okay, that's 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 my final. You have an all in all. That's it. Don't okay. believe the hype. They wasn't Don't in the gym. Um, they wasn't in the gym, and they weren't in the kitchen. But in the kitchen, one of my favorite meals is chicken. It's a great subway. It's a great subway. You feel me? <laughs> that was a great subway. Now, Chris, since this is your this was your uh, topic, go ahead and intro this bitch, man. Yeah, man, you know, there is, uh, so as we uh, transition to 2021, we're all getting more woke, and we're realizing there isn't a blatant attack on Black people. Mm. Blatant. So, you know, it's a blatant attack on Black people. So, you know, the government, one, is trying to get rid of menthol cigarettes and flavored, <laughs> flavored wraps, tobacco wraps. I got some and, inside information on that, too. Okay. And uh, and now there seems there there is a chicken shortage. Uh, major chains such as KFC, Buffalo Wild Wings, 
Wingstop are paying steep prices for chicken. Suppliers are having trouble keeping up with the demand because of difficulties attracting workers to, you know, fill the farms. Um, and it seems like the chicken oh, wars. Are, no. It seems like the they, chicken they, they wars. They wanted to build a wall, though, to keep out the farm workers. Oh, you know, I'm just living here, bro. I can't tell you nothing about that. As you can see, the chicken wars of 2020 and 2019 with the Popeye's chicken sandwich and the booms of every mm. fast food restaurant having a chicken sandwich. Depleted. There's not, enough, there's not enough chickens and not enough chicken breasts for all these chicken sandwiches. And I never thought the day would come where there would be a chicken shortage. And I remember I went, I went to, uh, I was, I was on, I was on DoorDash and I was looking at, uh, for some reason, when I read this article, I went on DoorDash and I went on and I looked up um, Chick-fil-A. And mm -hmm. said, they said, they said that some of the items might be delayed or in shortage because there is a supply chain shortage. And I was like, mm. wow, if it's hitting Chick-fil-A, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's real. Crazy. You know, and just to think about that now, you know, niggas love chicken and Hennessy and chicken and cognac. And I remember <laughs> last time I went in the ABC store, there was a shortage of Hennessy. Mm. So they're trying to they're trying to stop niggas from being great by stop. You know, they 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 signed a bill for stop Asian hate, but they you know stopped uh they they're 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 directly attacking black people. Yo, you made me think of a quote that I won't say who said it, <laughs> but it speaks to the hate of black people because it seems like we're talking about black hate right now. You fucking yeah, with Hennessy yeah. and chicken. My dick too big. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who said it. Yeah. But no, but I'm saying like, I feel like there's there's definitely a targeted thing. I, I'm I understand why there's chicken shortage, because there's not enough chicken to supply demand. There's no way. There's so many chicken wings getting consumed on a daily basis. Where the fuck are all the chickens? I've never seen a chicken farm, but they gotta be packed like like motherfucking a terminal in the biggest city in a motherfucking country during Christmas or some shit. The food, damn, the food, I can see a food shortage happening. And the chicken is the, is the first, is, is, the, is, the, what's the, what's the, is the inception of food shortage going on. Niggas love chicken. Chicken and soul is a very low cost item that you can sell at a good markup. All you gotta do is fry that bitch, put some good sauce on it, you know what I'm saying? And thank God yeah. that I, I had a I had two years of being vegetarian. So once all the chicken is gone, I'll still be okay. But let me tell you some shit. During those two years that I was not eating chicken, I would dream about chicken. <laughs> on, on God. I yeah. was having dreams about chicken tenders, my nigga. Yeah, yeah I was on God. I, bro, I was vegetarian for about Four months this year, um, it was tough, bro. I got, I got, I can only admit, I, yeah, it was tough, man. Like it just don't do it. like the tofu shit. It just don't do it. It don't. It's nothing do it. like it, nigga. They've addicted us to chicken, nigga. We will never get off of it. It's like antibiotics. But it's good. It's good. Nigga, what is okay, Chris? I, I did two years. I did two years. No meat. Two years. Absolutely. No. 
meat. I, I did eat fish, but no meat, no chicken, no pork, no beef, no turkey, none of that. Two years. I was having not dreams about women. I was having dreams about chicken. There's something in the chicken. They're pumping it to us. There's something in everything. There's fluoride in the water. There's probably fucking whatever in the air. They're pumping it to us. But if they run out of chicken, the world will implode, especially America. So what do you think about my theory about it being a, a direct attack on black people? I mean, obviously, black, we're black-centric, right? Yeah, we're in the center of our universe, so everything will probably seem like an attack to us on some level. But white people love chicken, too. And they ain't mm-hmm. just going to let chicken go. They ain't going to just be going quiet. They ain't going to let chicken just be in short supply quietly. But I just think that the factories that are mass producing or the genetic, the genetic labs that are producing the chicken, they're, they're, they just were running low on material or something. I, don't know. I never thought about like how many chickens give up their energy on a daily nigga. basis for us. My nigga, you buy a, listen, you go out and you buy a, a chicken wing basket. That's six to 10 chicken wings. That's just the wings. Where's the rest of the chicken? And who's buying a chicken with no wings. If you buy a whole chicken, Chris, you want to want wings on that chicken. Yeah. They're probably just it's growing just, all the chicken wings in a Petri dish on, on the set. I'm gone, God. I'm gone, no cap. Oh, God. God, no cap. Oh, God. <laughs> no kizzy. <laughs> yeah, man, this is a scary world. Hopefully, the chicken wings catch back up in supply. Um, We talked about work, Terry. We talked about Floyd. That's it. That's it. Are you ready to go to what would a player do? Yes, sir. Listen, listen to this with a what would a player do. Yes. So let me to disconnect because I'm going to play a video for you people. Can you hear me? Yes. This nigga Terry got out the Bluetooth earphones. Yeah, I had to take them off. I had to take them off because I'm going to play something from my phone. I need you guys to hear. So hello. Hello, people and everyone around the world in TV land. Welcome to this week's episode of What Would a Player Do? And this week we have a clip from uh, Instagram and a user on Instagram, and we'll get the name shortly if I feel like getting it. But a debate, which is as old as time between money, men, and women has come up again. And someone has laid their perspective down as it comes to the dating scene in particular. And as I find this clip that I'm going to play for you guys, I want you guys to listen to what this man, this man is proposing. And we're going to say what a player would do, what a player wouldn't do, what a player would think, and what a player wouldn't think in this scenario. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. One second. Sorry. Now give us some fucking money. We're going to start it up. Sorry about that. I had the volume turned on. The first day you meet her, treat her. She already went on a date with you. Now give us some fucking money. Then you want to wonder why you don't get no pussy at the end of the first or the second date. You didn't let this girl get her hair, her nails done, pick out her outfit, and drive to you? Offer some free dinner and a fucking conversation? And you think that you're going to hit at the end of the night. <laughs> Listen, if he don't do nothing for you on the first date, I, sw- I swear to God, when you get back in the car, just text your ex. Just got to text your ex. These niggas don't know what they're doing out here. The first date you meet her. Did you hear that clearly? Heard that loud and clear. Okay. Now, you are the contestant since you're the only one here on the show. What would a player do? Yeah. I'm going to ask you a direct question, a couple direct questions, uh-huh. and we're going to take your answers and then we're going to go to the judges and see if your answers get, get your points. 
Okay. Okay. As a player, would you give a woman money, cash in her hand on the first date? Well, as a player, a player never gives off his cash on the first date. Or give cash out hand? No, that's not player. Player likes to see his return on investment immediately. So okay. a player is gonna if you if you're taking a lady out on the first night, a player a player is not just gonna give her the cash. He's going to pay for everything. Mm. So now he sees his cash working. You know what I'm saying? So cash on hand, that's more of a, you know, a bottom bitch type of thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, we've had a couple of uh, dates, interactions and stuff. You know, I'm going to make sure you look good. I just mm. met you tonight. Why the fuck I got to give you cash? I don't know if you're worthy of this cash tomorrow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a good investment. Players not giving okay. us cash on the first night. Very okay. The judges are going to deliberate on that on that question. On that question, next question: Should a man expect sex on a first date when he does give a woman cash in her hand? And second part of the question: Should a man expect sex on the first date if he doesn't give a woman cash on the first date? If I if a player gives cash on the first date, it's not a date anymore. You've got to escort. <laughs> oh, okay. You've so, got to escort. So you so should expect saying, sex. So you're saying that if you give a woman cash on the first date, you sh- can expect sex. You should. Because now, because now, you, now you're paying for her company. Okay. And second part of the question, sir? Uh, you should never expect sex. Hmm. So... Um, if you're not paying for any, if you're not, if you don't have a, uh, escort situation, prostitute situation, okay. you should never expect sex. I'm going to the judge for that one. All right. This in the first round and to your two answers, the judges have accepted your answers. <laughs> okay. Those were player answers. Okay. Uh, the only amendment that we're making to your okay. first answer is that you use the word bottom bitch. Uh-huh. And that refers to uh, a pimp and prostitute relationship. Gotcha. And gotcha. when we're, and we are discussing a dating relationship here. True. So you got a small deduction, but they still gave you the points. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For your answer. All right. Um, second round. What would a player do? Copy. Matter of fact, ain't no second round. You won. <laughs> a player would not give a woman no money on the first date. Unless she's an escort. Now, yeah. let's talk about this this video, right? Because the arguments yeah. got fucked up. I mean, the reason why I picked this for to play the game is because the arguments got fucked up. He's he's saying one like he's saying two things that are very separate. A date you should not expect sex on. But he st- he said something at the end of the video that made what he said kind of sound right. He said men are going on dates with women expecting sex on the first night. But they're not giving them no money. That's a sound argument. <laughs> but he then proceeded to lay out a prostitution escort situation. Mm-hmm. If I pay you the first time we go out, yes, I can expect sex. Yes, I can expect to fuck you because I just put money into your hand. Literally. Yeah. Now, no, you shouldn't even. If I put money in your hand, if I literally put two hundred plus dollars in your hand, and I and we're going out to eat, you better fuck me. What, 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 what the fuck? I give you the money. He tried to say I gave you the money because for your hair, your nails, your no, no. First, 
the nature of a date is supposed to be us getting to know each other, see if we're compatible, see if I even like you. That's what I thought a date was for. You yep. proceeded to, to, to say the word date, but then he proceeded to explain a motherfucking rendezvous that you get with a hooker. <laughs> a date and an in a, in a escort are two different things. You said it in your answer. That's why I really like your answer. Literally, he was talking about escort women, and this went viral a little bit. And then he had another video. He seems to be finding this guy in particular. He has face tattoos. Seems to be a, a, a strong black brother. He's thought he's an advocate for men giving men women money to get what they want, which is a which is a which is a patented, time old tradition of giving what you want out of women. Give them money. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not this thing is not talking about rocket science. And I'm not opposed to if you have an intention to pay to expedite your intention. We talked about it before. That's the reason why niggas trick in general to expedite whatever they're trying to do. Yes, sir. But damn, I almost lost my point. My point was that um, fuck, I lost my point. And I talked about it before and I need to stop smoking. <laughs> well, I would say I would say these niggas are like, what is a shapeshifter from like in any type of comic books? I can't think of one. Where it's, it's just a shapeshifter. Like, oh, he's talking yeah. about a character that's a shapeshifter. Mystique. They're mystique. These niggas are. Well, you watched Invincible, right? Yes, I did. I finished it. So, so you know, the Martian said that there is a a uh, when he went to Mars. Yeah, like there's parasite. An, the parasite that jumps onto people and transforms into them. Mm-hmm. Whatever this parasite is hopping into these niggas that like to pander on the internet. Mm-hmm. So they're going, they're going from Derek Jackson to this nigga to um, who else is pandering, pandering nigga? I respect females. To yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, like, and back, they're just changing. They're changing forms. They're just changing forms of pandering. Is I respect females that deaf nigga that was on Twitter? Yes, man? yes. <laughs> I bet you did. That was a real throwback. You gotta be old enough to know about that nigga. But um, I remember my point. Yes, the pander parasite, boom. Ooh. The pander parasite is definitely jumping for people because there, we see there's a niche that some people could fill and that some women and men gravitate to about just saying what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And just, oh, give her money, give her money. Yeah, of course a woman wants, like, for I, I want free shit too. What the fuck? Why do you think I want to become famous, Loki? Because I'm like, you just get free shit. I've seen fabulous open up so many sneakers today and I'm like yo he probably got all them shits for free and I felt a little jealous but I remember my point after is that I want everyone to understand that money especially in this scenario this it comes with a string attached never in the history of niggerdom has a man given a woman money on a date and there was not a one string attached to that money why do you feel comfortable receiving money from a random man? You know why you feel comfortable? Because you busting it open. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 we're not having an honest conversation here. But so, but the, the, that's why I really picked out this video because he con- he didn't contradict himself, but he conflated two different things. He could cre- he conflated men expecting sex on the first date, which no man should expect. Which you said in your 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 response. And then he conflated giving women money for sex. If I direct, and then and then then made it something about the first date. He conflated dates, money for sex, and ex- expectations. You should never, ex- first of all, in life, 
very if you don't put the work in and set yourself up for for a scenario you shouldn't expect anything giving a woman money you're setting yourself up for a scenario so you're setting yourself expectations if you don't yeah. give a woman money there should be no expectations it's very simple i don't expect anything for food liquor and me picking you up in a car that's no expectation all i expect is for you to actually be who you say you are and it's not even expectation it's kind of a demand if we go on the first day, I should probably say to you, yo, just be yourself. Bro, that's what I'm telling you. It's just, that nigga's probably not in, a, in a, that demographic. I told you, right? If you're going to pay for sex, just say you're paying for sex. Like, 18, don't, 18, don't talk about dates. probably 18 to 30. He's probably 18 to 30. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no 40-year-old going to be out here just pandering on the internet. Uh, niggas, you know, will just, niggas will do it. Niggas will do it. Niggas will do it. But um, I'm sick of it. You have won this week's uh, what would a player do? Because you definitely said, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, shout out to you, man. Another week, another championship belt for you. Because a player, a player, not but oh yeah, this was something I thought about. A player would pay a woman for sex, maybe. No, no, wait. No, you're paying you? a prostitute for sex. You don't pay a hoe to fuck you. You pay him to leave. True. Um. There's not, but like giving her money up front, nah, you gotta, yeah, so it's not player to pay a woman on the first, no, what? It's I'm weird, bro. I think about this shit, it's the more weird. egregious it sounds. But then, but then, but then, but then they'll call you broke, Terry. If you broke, even just if you, say it. No, just say that. You, no, even if you pay for sex, you don't pay her up front. <laughs> <laughs> like, you pay her after she fuck you. You don't pay her before she fuck you. So he got this shit, ugh. Ugh, that parasite niggas. is nasty. These new niggas get money, man. It's and, and and they're still young in the game, and they're still and they're parasiting. It's just like yeah, these parasites. It's like, you know nasty. what? They have a kung fu. It's like they say something true, and then they say a lot of bullshit around it. So people, so some people, as a matter of fact, this goes to all the fallacies that I used to, I used to talk about. I'm gonna bring the fallacy thing back. You say something true, but then you're arguing something that has nothing to do with the point that you laid down. No men yeah. shouldn't expect sex on the first date, but no, but and, and and but paying money, but paying for a woman to go on a date with you, isn't a date any longer. It's a it's a business arrangement. Why do you? First off, you lame if you think the only way you can get a date is by paying a woman to go on a date with you. You lame. But see, that's not even his argument. He's talking about niggas expecting sex. So it's like, yeah, you saying yes to his argument. But then you're just arguing. Then you're just talking about paying women for a first date, which is just something that most men aren't doing. Even I can, it's hard for me to even think that rich, famous athletes, photographers, actors, uh, fucking cyclists, anybody is just say, hey, do you want to go out and get dinner with me? And then when she sits down at the table, be like, oh, yeah, you did your hair, your nails. Here's here's five hundred dollars. It's it doesn't seem like a scenario that's happening very often to me. Swear, bro. Now, if we're dating and we're going out, and I see that you, you, you know what I'm saying that we're always going to nice places. I'm be like, yo, babe, yeah, we're going to another nice place. Yo, here's here's a here's a stack. Just go ahead and do. But that's that's player. That's that's player. down the road of you knowing someone. Shit, man, this shit is giving me a headache, man. Thank you for playing the game, listeners. Let us know about these first dates. I'm actually gonna post this video on the page tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna post it tonight to kind they of probably just want us to say we're broke, and we they just want us to say that. Someone just say we're broke. 
Just say you just say you're a hooker. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> just say that if I give you a no, that's shout out to my man Corey Hoffman. Just tell me how much it costs. Don't act like you're not a, ho- a hoe when you are a hoe. Tell me it's 200 for the night. Tell me it's 400 for the night. Tell me it's tell me it's a it's 10,000 for the week. Just mm. tell me. Talking about just tell me I'm broke. Tell me how much it costs to fuck and I'll pay it so that I don't gotta fuck with you no more. You want this 40 ball or I need to do this 400 ball? Like what you trying to do? <laughs> the fuck, man? These ugh, simple, simple, simple motherfuckers. Mm. Shit. If it's a transaction, let it be that. That's don't fact. talk, don't try to talk about me liking you. What do you what me liking you? Liking you ain't got nothing to do once I put this money in your hand. I gotta uh, this, I, we didn't focus enough on the strings. The strings that are attached when someone gives you something, there's not, no one gives you nothing for something unless they're really out of the kindness of their heart and they just want to see you do better. That's so rare in life. Yeah. Especially on a first date for me to give you any amount of money and you think that it's just because, oh, you look good. No, I want to put my dick inside of your butt, your ass, your mouth. <laughs> I said butt and ass twice. I want to put my dick inside you. And sit. And women that pay niggas, they want to put they whatever they want to do. Come on, man. It's prostitution, man. Come on. Mm. Okay. I just let you talk. You, was, you went off on that shit. That's, that yeah, that's man. Hard. I've been drinking Tito's and I done got this good. I got this good treat from matter of fact. This isn't a black business. <laughs> but maybe we, it will be a black partner soon. I got this weed from my man. Shout out to uh, Tyler Sturgill. Average pot grower. You know what I'm saying? He's a he 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 grows his he, he's a grower out of DC, and he has excellent tree, and um you know coming soon we might have module talk uh, module talks uh you know what I'm saying we because you know I'm I'm definitely a, a advocate for marijuana but um you know what I'm saying I, I got the Tito's mixed with the tree and I'm just just, just silly silliness man silliness I gotta re up on my wine but by that time it's uh, we'll be done for this episode but. No, you shout out a white man. I'm gonna shout out a black man before we end that. Okay. <laughs> I want to shout out Russell Westbrook for uh, he broke the record for triple doubles. Yes, he tonight. did. Yep. So he is the NBA leader in history books of triple doubles. Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Playing for the home oh, team. Yep. And I, I love that he's with Washington. I hope Bradley Bill gets um, his hamstrings all right. But, yeah, shout out to Russell. You know, I was a, I was a Thunder fan. He, he was drafted by uh, Oklahoma City. Um, I saw them go from Western Conference to the, to the finals. I lost money on the finals. Uh, the intensity, shout out to the Brody. Um, you know, hopefully one day I can meet him and just tell him how, how cool he is and, and um, how I respect his game. Um, that's a feat, bro. Oscar Robinson, he just beat Oscar Robinson, who is like, a name among names, you feel me? Yeah. So that should just be motivation for all Hall of fame. our names. Hall yeah. of Fame. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer now for sure. Like, bro, you have yeah. a lot of time. Like, um, you know, he MVP. Uh, but just just like motivation, uh, to just have your name among those names. You know what I'm saying? Be the greatest in whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? And strive for that, 100. percent and matter of fact, that'll be my spiritual word for the day, too, man. Like, I listened to uh, shout out to Stephen Furtick. Damn, I'm shouting out white men today. <laughs> Stephen Furtick podcast. Um, he's a preacher out of Charlotte, shout out North Carolina. 
And um, he, I listened to one of his old sermons today, and he was just talking about. Um, it was talking about really wanting to be the best at whatever you do, and not actually no fuck that. It wasn't even Stephen Furtick. I'm 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 a little drunk. I was listening to Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's podcast where they were interviewing Lamar Odom. That's what it was, and Lamar Odom was talking about being around Kobe. And they were asking him memories about being around Kobe. And we, and that's what it was. And he was talking about Kobe, like he really decided one day that I'm going to be better than the greatest person that ever played. They say the greatest person that ever played was Michael. And that was his mission. And I really took that as like, you know what? Whatever you do, you need to really look at who's doing it the best or who's done it the best and say mm-hmm. that I'm going to be better than them. And if it's not that energy, then you don't, then it's kind of like disrespect to what you're doing. Of course, there's a lot of great players that have just, you know what I'm saying, come and gone, but like to really be a name among names, which is what you just, which is what Russell just achieved. You know what I'm saying? And he's definitely one of those people that have the mentality. You know that he's relentless. He's going to, um, he's going to compete. And it's, it's, it's just all over his demeanor. So that's the spiritual word for the day. Thank you, Terry. <clears throat> I want to uh, so thank you guys for checking in for another episode of Mother Talks, the safe place for keeping a player where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Check us out on all platforms. Subscribe, rate, review, like. Fuck with our YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Keep checking in. Keep plugging into our visual content, man. We here. We ain't going nowhere. Um... That's all I got, baby. Uh, remember, on the path to player them, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous, man. So thank you again for tuning in with us, baby. We'll see you next oh. week, man. Peace. Mahalo. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim. I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers. Toast the crime. Number one, D-Boy, shame you can The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. You don't even got to bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Look at how I'm chilling. I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even got to bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house.